three, two, one. Boom. We're live. What's going on? It's the Campbell Car Show with your host, Jake Campbell. It is late in the evening when I'm recording this. I'm actually uh, recording this one on my way to work. It's been about five days since I put out a new podcast, so... Overdue, overdue. I've put it. I've, I've, uh, I've been here in the car slash. Uh, I guess you could say studio. Um, I've recorded a few, but I only got like a little bit through, and just didn't, uh, just didn't really like the content I was putting out. So, but uh, like I said, I was gonna talk about uh, two things. Uh, talk about the Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, show what's going on with the Ellen DeGeneres show, and then uh, breaking news today that Joe Biden has finally done it. He finally revealed his VP pick, his running mate, the one, the only Kamala Harris. Uh I came on, let's see, I think it was my first podcast I did when I talked a little bit about who Joe Biden was going to pick as a running mate. And I was hoping that he was going to pick Elizabeth Warren. uh, Because, you know, I felt that she was the person that could generate the most, uh, you know, the most, um, the most excitement amongst the left. Uh, Could unify, you know, that you know, could unify, you know, that far left, you know, you know, the, the people who are a little more far left, you know, with the people who are more moderate left, you know, I feel like that could have been a good bridge the gap between the two of them. But, um, it looks like we're going with Kamala Harris. Um, how I feel about it. Uh, I think it's a a good pick. I don't think it's the worst pick in the world. I think the worst pick in the world could have been was that fucking Amy Klobuchar. For sure. I think that would have been your worst fucking pick. That would have fucking, that would have sent me into a tizzy if you would have picked Klobuchar. I would, I did, I did not like her at all. I feel like she was fake as fuck. Um, but Kamala Harris, um, as we know, she had a, uh, she was a ball buster, ball buster DA, a little bit of an overbearing DA, um, out in California, uh, I think it was the Los Angeles area that she was a DA for, um, definitely one of the, definitely a ball buster DA, um. In a lot of people's eyes, sent a lot of people. She sent a lot of people to jail. Um, put 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 people behind bars that shouldn't have been behind bars. Um, put people behind bars for low-level petty drug offenses. Um, you know, kind of just didn't really help. Uh, she just she didn't really help. You know, the black community at all. Um, uh, you know, but I guess, you know, you sit there and you think about it, it's like, you know, it wasn't her job, 
to help out the black community. She was she was a district attorney. You know, DAs are there to represent uh, the cities that they're they're there to represent cities. They're to re- to represent their respective. Uh, municipalities they are they're not there they're, they're not they're not criminal justice reform people they are there to represent the cities municipalities and states that they respectively are representatives of um, and they're there to you know essentially bring justice <clears throat> and sometimes you get good DAs who who are all about cutting deals and, you know, they don't want to see people behind bars. And sometimes you get DAs who, you know, who are, you know, fucking like that guy on, uh, like that, like that character Fred Armisen plays on Parks and Rec, you know, go to jail. <laughs> uh, you walk on the you walk on the wrong side of the road, you go to jail. Go straight to jail. You, uh, you ask... You ask elected official anything, go to jail. Go straight to jail. <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's kind of who Kamala Harris reminds me of as a DA. I feel like she's learned a lot, though. I feel like, uh, you know, that was back in 2011 when she was, uh, you know, she was, when she was out there running the gamut. Uh, you know, fucking throwing people in jail like the Monopoly game. Um... <clears throat> She's learned a lot. I think that she's, uh, you know, I think that she's learned. I think that she's had her eyes open to a lot of different, a lot of, uh, a lot of different reasons why we need, you know, criminal justice reform. Um, why we need, why, why, why things, why things need to change. Um, and I think that she's had her eyes open to that. I think we've all. I had our eyes open to it. We've all had our eyes open to things like um, <clears throat> things that need to happen with police reform, things that need to happen with criminal justice reform, especially here in the last few months in the wake of Breonna Taylor and um, and George Floyd. And I went on Kamala Harris's Instagram page actually, um, and one of her posts was. Uh, was talking about Breonna Taylor and that she wanted justice for Breonna Taylor. That she felt like the cops that are walking around that went out there and they killed Breonna Taylor um, are walking around and they shouldn't be walking around. They should be sitting behind bars right now, uh, waiting to get wait waiting for their day in court. And, um, so that's uh, that's uh, that's a good thing, you know. <clears throat> That uh, you know she feels that way. Um, that's a good thing, I think. I think that that's a good thing for her to feel like that. That bodes well. Um, but uh, obviously, there's the glaring thing uh, that's going to be talked about is if she, you know, with with a Biden Harris win. Um, I think that you're going to look in, uh, <laughs> you know, that's going to be the first ever, first ever female VP in the United States in U.S. history. First ever female African-American 
Uh, so she's going to break all the barriers uh, if they manage to pull this off and take down the Trump machine. Uh, I mean, fuck's sake, dude. I mean, a hamster. A fucking hamster would be better in there as a VP than what we have right now. What we got? Mike, Mike Pence? <laughs> what the fuck? Guy's a fucking... God, that guy looks like he fucking eats puppies. That guy just looks like he fucking just... That guy looks like he just fucking... He, he just makes Death Star plans. That guy is just fucking... I mean, he just looks like a bad guy villain from a movie. He just looks the part, man. It's... <laughs> I mean, what else can you say about him? He looks the part of a, just an evil bad guy. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking, like I said, anybody would, would, would be a step up from what we got in there as an, it just is an administration, um, but as a VP, uh, so Kamala Harris, she was tough on Biden, in the in the Democratic primaries, I don't think that Biden faced a bigger critic uh, than Harris. You know, so I think that this could be a good thing. I think it was a good pick. Um, a lot of people were speculating this pick. They were speculating somebody like Harris or um, Stacey Abrams. They were suspecting an African American woman was gonna was gonna get the pick. So, if you don't mind, I am eating my dinner right now. So I'm trying not to chew too much in your ear here. But, but I gotta eat. In case you're wondering what I'm eating, it's a it's a wrap making wraps in the house right now. It's uh it's one of those uh, it's one of those spinach wraps. One of them spinach tortilla wraps, spinach guard garden herb and spinach. So there's your there's your wrap. There's 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 your tortilla. And then we take some red uh, some red red pepper hummus. I think it's like Sabra is the brand. You can buy like a local grocery store. But we uh, take some hummus, we smear some of that all around your around your tortilla, <clears throat> and we chop up some red bell peppers, put some shredded lettuce on there, some spinach, um, some spinach or some kale, and then we put um, we put Boca chicken patties on there, vegan chicken patties. Oh yeah, folks, you didn't know that. Jake Campbell's vegan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Been vegan for, fuck, how many years now? Like four? Three or four years? Three. Three. Yeah, three. Three vegan. Three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. I was vegetarian before I went vegan. 
No, this isn't going to turn into a vegan podcast. Because we're going to talk about Ella DeGeneres next. That's what we're going to talk about next. Talking about all things pop culture today, boys. Boys and girls. We're talking about today. But, uh. That's what I'm munching on right now. Yeah, then you put the vegan chicken patties on there. A little bit of balsamic vinaigrette. Not too much, just a little, a little drizzle on there. And some mustard, too, if you're a mustard fan. I love mustard. Big facts. To me, mustard is like one of the greatest condiments. It comes in so many different varieties. There's... There's stone ground mustards, Dijon mustards, spicy brown mustards, regular mustard. Oh my God, there's so much. Mustard is so delicious. So many different ways. So I'm a big mustard fan. Then you uh, you wrap that bad boy up like a Qdoba burrito. I usually make the wraps pretty fat. I pack them fuckers in there. I pack all the accoutrement in there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what I'm munching on right now. Fuck, it's good. She all can have one of these. Well, now you have our wrap recipe in our house, so there you go. Try it out. It's pretty fucking tasty, man. It's healthy, man. It's healthy as fuck. There's just something about eating healthy food. You know, it just gives you energy. You know? When you eat just like a lot of crap, it just bogs you down, bogs your mood down. Like a good healthy meal, like improves your mood even, you know? You're done there, you're like, man, I fucking feel good. I feel good. I feel clean. My mind is clear. Oh yeah, sucking on my freaking sucking on my hooves over here. Mm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I'm recording this podcast on the way to work. So usually I record them on the way home from work. But in light of the Joe Biden Kamala Harris pick. I had to get on the horn tonight and holla at you and uh, let you know and and talk a little bit about it. You let you know my thoughts on it. But overall, in conclusion, I think it's a good pick. I like it. I like. Uh, I think it's just. I think it's a solid pick. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna help get. I, I think it's gonna help get people to the polls. Um, but the way that Donald Trump has handled just these last four years, and especially these last fucking four months, even more like these last fucking six months, um, feels as if you put a fucking pet rock up there on the ballot sheet, it would probably garner more votes. So, yeah. Moving on.
going to talk about Ellen DeGeneres. Y'all heard about this Ellen DeGeneres thing? This might be it, man. You might not even get to see the Ellen DeGeneres show on the freaking on the boob tube anymore, man. For those of you who don't know what's going on though, it was Ellen. She is she and her show is under fire because she had some fucking interview. Apparently, what all set it all off was this interview that she had with Dakota Johnson back in November. If you remember, remember Dakota Johnson, she was in that shitty Fifty Shades of Grey movie. She's been in some other stuff since then. We just had, we just had family movie night a couple nights ago. And we, um, we watched Peanut Butter Falcon. She was in that. <clears throat> you know. You know. As far as in terms of an actress, I don't know. She doesn't really light the screen up when she comes on screen. But, whatever. Dakota Johnson had an interview with Ellen DeGeneres back in back in 20 or no back in yeah back in back in November and apparently like they were on like the topic of like Dakota Johnson's birthday and Ellen was like how come I didn't get an invitation how come I didn't go to your how come I wasn't invited and Dakota's like oh yeah you were you were invited to my birthday and so she's like, ask your producer. And then the producer's like, yeah, 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 you did have an interview. Or you do have an invitation. And I was like, why didn't I go to that? Oh, yeah, I had that thing. And then people go back. If you go back in the timeline, the next day, the day after Johnson's birthday, she was down in Texas at the Dallas Cowboys game, spotted there with George Bush. I'm sure this is... I'm sure this is jogging some of your people's memories. Remember, folks, this is before a deadly pandemic completely turned our, all of our fucking lives upside down. This is back when people were actually able to mingle with each other. So, um, yeah, and then Ellen caught all that backlash because, oh my God, God forbid, somebody from the left somebody who's left-minded and somebody from the right actually sat down at a football game together and, and actually had a good time together and they were able to talk and not rip each other's throats out. And not call each, call each other libtards and conservative fucks. What? What? That's crazy. Um, so she had that interview. And apparently, that sparked something. And apparently a bunch of former employees came forward of the show. Former people who came on the show. Former, like, interns and staffers and shit came on the show and they started complaining about 
Um, Ellen isn't this freaking person that she portrays herself to be on TV. There's a lot of sex. There's a lot of sexual harassment and toxic workplace and toxic work environment here. There's all this random fucking crap that it sounds like a bunch of disgruntled fucking employees came up with. So there's been celebrities on both sides coming, coming to either Ellen's defense or supporting what the fucking what these freaking people are saying. Quite personally, I'm seeing more. I've seen more celebrities come forward um, <clears throat> in support of Ellen than anything. But, I don't know, man. It's just like, okay, here's my thoughts. Number one, about Ellen not being as nice as in person as she is on her show. Oh, my God, wait a minute. What? Excuse me. A celebrity isn't what they what they what they seem to be on on TV and what I see through my narrow field of vision as just a, as just as a as a fan and as somebody on the outside. What? What? Wait. So you're telling me that Robert Downey Jr. is not actually Tony Stark? What? Wait, what? What other lies have I been fucking fed? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Michael J. Fox isn't actually Marty McFly and actually fucking he didn't actually time travel in a in a DeLorean? What? You fucking better stop lying to me. What the hell? You mean to tell me that Steve Harvey grows a beard in his off time? And only shaves it down to a mustache for his family feud show? What? Ah! How dare Hollywood lie to me like this? This is bullshit. The fact that you people are fucking bitching about the fact that fucking Ellen isn't supposedly as nice as she is on her fucking show. Well, goddamn, she wouldn't have very much of a show if she was a grumpy fuck on her freaking show, now would she? God damn, she's an actor. She's a comedian. She knows how to turn it on and off. Fuck's sake. That's what fucking kills me. Ellen, back in the fucking late 80s and the early and into the 90s, Ellen was a comedian. Maybe for all you dumb fuck fucking Gen Zers out there. Let me fucking fill you on on who the fuck Ellen DeGeneres is, okay? Ellen DeGeneres comes from a fucking long fucking career of comedy. She was a stand-up comic way back in the fucking day. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you fucking people who like to fucking be pandered and pampered to all the fucking time realize this. But, <gasps> shocker, uh, comedians know how to fucking turn it on and off. <clears throat> comedians aren't always on. They can also have serious moments and not have moments where they're fucking uh, just always cracking jokes and fucking always super duper friendly. What? They're fucking human beings is what you're telling me? No fucking way! 
So the fact that people are bitching about that just fucking is ridiculous. Fucking stupid as hell. Just shows what a fucking chicken shit pampered, pandered in fucking world we fucking live in now. Where people, apparently people who are on fucking TV and shit, apparently are supposed to just be always on for our personal fucking gratification. And our own fucking personal fucking, they're supposed to be our own personal fucking show ponies 24-7. But God forbid, but God fucking forbid if any of these fucking celebrities or public figures... You know, that we expect to fucking pander to us and fucking primp and fucking make us feel good 24-7. God forbid if they actually have a fucking platform to stand on and they actually want to actually make a fucking of their voice heard. Which is their fucking American right. God forbid if they actually want to hear their fucking have their voice heard. And try and actually invoke some change in the world. God fucking forbid. Nope, can't have that. But you're supposed to be nice. And you're supposed to fucking pander to me and print me all fucking day long. And fucking cater to me and everything that I fucking want. That's what you're supposed to fucking do. Don't you go get it fucking twisted. Fucking entitled ass fucking... What is just an entire? What an entitled fucking society that we have now. Fuck's sake, just pisses me the fuck off. You want also want to talk about entitlement? Here's something else. Here's something else that gets me a little bit fired up. Cardi B's new music video dropped a couple days ago. WAP is is what it's called. W A P WAP or is it WAP? I don't know. I think it's WAP. We're gonna go with WAP. I feel I feel like WAP is best. <clears throat> but the big tagline is is uh, wet and gushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good God. Have you seen this? First of all, let's react to the music video before I get to the fucking part of uh, of what an entitled fucking society we fucking have right now. Um. Music video. What do I think about it? Uh, let's think here. Uh, from a mature, educated, fucking just objective standpoint, it's fucking trash. It's fucking trash! Come on, man. God damn. Could you get any more fucking trashy? Jesus Christ, man. Just fucking... I don't care that you make millions of fucking dollars and you have fucking high dollar top of the line fucking shit <clears throat> that you got on your fucking body uh it's still fucking trash trash is still trash and that's that was just a trashy ass fucking music video ratchet and trashy as fuck uh needless to say as guys does guys like it fuck yeah guys like it of course we do fucking Tits and ass in a music video. Fucking nothing. A music video about nothing but tits and ass to talk about wet and gushy pussy. Fucking yeah. Of course, guys fucking like that shit. Of course. Uh, so that's my fucking thoughts. It's ridiculous, though. In my my honest opinion, though, this 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 is what music is. 
Have you seen how many YouTube fucking hits this shit got? Jesus Christ. I know people with actual fucking musical talent, you know, that fucking don't get half of them. Don't get half of those fucking views. Don't even get a fucking third of those views. But you get just some fucking plastic surgeryed up, trashy ass fucking <clears throat> pair of fucking supposedly music artists. Which I feel like Cardi B is completely fucking sold herself out to the fucking to the big mainstream music scene. You ever listen to Cardi B's fucking her, her fucking underground shit she used to do? Same with Nicki Minaj. You ever hear about the, some of these people's fucking underground shit that they did? God damn. It was real. It was authentic. That shit was fucking fire, man. You, I mean, if you ever get a fucking chance, go listen to, like, Nicki Minaj's underground tapes. Go and listen to fucking uh, Cardi B's underground tapes. Bro, they're just straight fucking rapping. They're just straight fucking slaying. Just fucking laying down bars on rap tracks. But here we go. The, you know... They got snapped up by the big fucking music industry. And they had to go... And they had to go create a fucking image. And then they had to fucking uphold that fucking image. Like, look at Nicki Minaj. Nicki had to fucking keep that fucking Barbie thing going. For the longest fucking time. For the longest time, Nicki Minaj had to keep that fucking Barbie thing going on. You know... All her music videos were, like, really, like, fucking, like, Barbie kind of themed. Just, like, really fucking, like, really just weird. It wasn't until, like, later in Nikki's career where it's clear that she was able to wrestle back some sort of fucking creative control over what her image was. That she kind of, that she came out with some more uh, mature, uh, you know, sexy kind of stuff. You You know, stuff that you could just tell that she wanted, that she wanted to do. You know, because you go and you listen to like Nicki Minaj's uh, underground rap tracks. You know her underground shit she did before she got big, and you know you do that, and then you know fast forward to what she was doing in fucking two thousand and eight. It's like what the fuck is this? You know, fast forward to what she was doing in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It's like what the fuck? What the hell? Same with Cardi. Cardi still raps. You know, they didn't completely fuck it all up. But, I mean, they've definitely freaking... I mean, they've definitely fucking juiced up the fucking... They've fucking juiced up the sex appeal for Cardi. You know? That's certainly what they've fucking done. So, in this music video... Kylie Jenner fucking makes an appearance. I didn't even know this until my fiance pointed it out. She's like, is that Kylie Jenner? I was like, fuck. Is that? I don't know who the fuck that is. Apparently. Oh, you guys are going to love this one. Apparently, there's a petition going around. That 
people want Kylie Jenner's cameo in the music video removed because she's a white woman (laughs) and apparently she appropriates black culture too much so they want her fucking removed wait a minute what what here here's the deal okay here's what you're gonna get on this show is you're gonna get somebody because we're about because I'm about to go and I'm about to dive into a topic here that is very fucking controversial but here's what you're gonna get on my show is you're not gonna get no fucking fluff you're not gonna get no bullshit okay I'm gonna keep it fucking real I'm gonna keep this shit fucking real okay here we go the fact that people want Kylie Jenner out of a music video because she is a white woman that apparently appropriates black culture too much is racist. Yup. There we go. The masses are going to come from my fucking head now probably from at least some camps. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> That's fucking racist. That's fucking racist. Okay. Here we go. Let's fucking flip the script then, shall we? Who's a really white fucking artist? Okay, Katy Perry. Let's say Katy Perry comes out with a new music video. And she has a black... a, A black celebrity. But a black celebrity who apparently appropriates white culture too much. You see how weird... You see how fucked this is sounding? Sounds fucked already coming out of my mouth, doesn't it? And a bunch of white people came up and they started wanting to have a fucking petition to remove this certain black, this black celebrity because she's black and she appropriates white culture too much. You see? You see how this is, you see how this is getting fucked? You see how that don't sound right? If it don't sound right, that's because it's not fucking right. That's why. That's fucking why. It's fucking racism. It's fucking racism. There's, there can be racism on both sides of the fucking aisle, folks. And guess what? Newsflash. It fucking happens. Does this mean I'm sitting here and I'm defending fucking anything that fucking... Uh, that, does this mean I sit here and I defend any racist act that fucking white people do? Absolutely fucking not. I think that racism in all fucking forms is disgusting. But however, racism uh, fucking happens amongst all fucking races. <clears throat> And apparently, and this is a fucking clear-cut fucking case of racism. You don't want her in the music video because she's white, and she apparently, in your eyes, appropriates black culture too much. What the fuck? That's racism. That's exactly what the fuck that. That's racism because she's white. You don't want her in the music video. You're all for all the all the black people being in the music video, but when there's a white woman that's in the music video, you fucking want the white woman out. I read a fucking article about this shit, and that's the exact reason why they want her out of there is because she's a white woman and she, they, they they fucking feel like black black women need to be be all exclusive in that music video. Look, I'm all for black empowerment. I'm all for I'm all for Black Lives Matter. There is no All Lives Matter with me. Fuck that shit. I don't believe that. I fucking... Yes, Black Lives Matter. I get that. I'm about that shit. 
But you cannot go and you can't fucking sit there and try to exclude other races because of their fucking skin color. Has that happened to you? Has it happened to black people? Yes. Yes, that has happened. That has happened. But guess what? You're not going to fucking help the cause. You're not helping the cause when you're fucking doing it to other races yourself. You're not fucking helping jack shit. You're only fucking hurting. The only way that you're going to fucking extinguish racism, the only way that you're going to do is if it's everybody across the board, stops fucking being racist to one another. Stops dicking the other fucking races over. Stops dicking other people over. Stop dicking each other over. And you can fucking, you can end racism right there. Right there. But the fact is, is that shit fucking happens on both sides of the fucking aisle. Happens on all fucking sides of the aisle. So, I saw that, I read that this morning. I was like, what the fuck? And apparently, there's like 64,000 people apparently that has signed this fucking petition. Can you believe that shit? 64,000 people have signed this fucking petition. What the fuck? What the fuck? world are we living in right now? This is ridiculous. This is absolute insanity. I don't get this. I don't understand this. I don't understand this fucking world we live in nowadays. God damn. It's just... It's... It's a fucking... It's a weird world out there we live in nowadays, man. It's fucking... It's, it's tumultuous. It's... It's, it's, it's everybody wants to be a fucking victim is what it is. That's what it is. Everybody wants to be a victim. Everybody's got to be a victim. And it's just, it's not fucking right. It's not fucking right. You're not helping anything. Stop being a victim. Everybody stop being a fucking victim. Okay. And start just fucking, and start just handling shit. Start just fucking handling shit. So, that's what's going on in uh, in pop culture. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that. That was my big takes of the day. Uh, I read this article today. Winter is coming looking at it right now. Winter is coming. Why America's window of opportunity to beat back COVID-19 is closing. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, folks, I think that we are going to be in for a harsh, rough, and tough wintertime. Um, it's going to be a bad winter. I think I think that we're staring down the... I think we're staring down the barrel of a fucking 12-gauge right now. And goddamn, we are going to fucking... I mean, hold on to your loved ones because... 
who knows how this is going to shape up at the end of all this, man. Who knows how all this is going to shape up at the end of all this. Um, God damn, this is, uh, this is a scary fucking time, man. This is a scary fucking time. And I think it's about to get way worse. Way worse. Especially in the wintertime. You know, you've had the summertime. The summertime has oddly fucking helped. Even though people are out and they're fucking mingling around and not wearing masks and being a bunch of stupid dumb twats. The thing with summertime has been this. At least people have been able to get out, get vitamin D. And it's been shown that vitamin D is crucial in fighting the coronavirus. And making your symptoms a lot fucking not a lot better. Making your sim- making you be able to get over the virus faster. Making the symptoms that you get a lot less fucking severe. Keeping that fucking vitamin D up is everything. Uh, and just the fact that it's being outside, you know, just the fact of being outside, you know, being able to get outside, um, you know, a lot of wind out there, you know, being able to, you know, kind of help out with the social distancing, you know, um, I think that once you get into wintertime, and you start forcing everybody indoors, you know, it's going to get bad. Restaurant industry, which is kind of, kind of struggling its way back, kind of limping its way back into form here. Still not a fucking fraction of what it was. You know, because only fucking 50%, a lot of restaurants are still only under 50% capacity. Colorado, they're fucking, they shut down the bars at 10 o'clock at night. It's 10.07 right now, and I'm fucking, I'm recording this podcast right now. It's 10.07. The bars are closed. By the time I get to work, the bars are closed. They're closed for the night. So there's still struggle. There's still struggle right now. And what happens, and, and this is with a lot of restaurants, you know, a lot of these sit-down restaurants who rely on people coming in the door. I've been in I've been to cities where they're shutting down, you know, like downtown parts. They're shutting down parts of like main streets and stuff in smaller towns. And all the restaurants they're bringing basically their business outdoors so people can dine outdoors and be able to, you know, you know, be able to have that have that air outside be able to carry you know carry potential contagious droplets away and 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 you know really be able to help a lot of shit out um i think that for winter time i think you were looking at a harsh winter i think we're looking at a tough winter you know we shut down everything crops went and they rotted in fields. This in the early spring, a lot of crops went, and they fucking rotted in fields. Out in California, they didn't even bother. They started fucking back in the springtime. They started already churning fucking crops back into the earth. 
because they didn't have anybody that was going to be there to pick the fucking crop once it fucking once it ripened. We didn't have any workforce. A lot of fucking food. Um, a lot of food got fucking just put to waste. Sat in fields and rotted. Happened all over the fucking world, man. I think you could be potentially looking at food shortages this winter time. Potentially looking at more shutdowns. I think the more shutdowns are definitely coming. I feel like we're teetering on the edge of shutdowns as it is. Because people just won't fucking comply. People refuse to comply. They won't put a fucking mask on. I don't know why they won't. I don't know why they won't. How hard is it to put on a fucking mask, people? Jesus Christ. Holy hell. God. Soldiers in fucking Afghanistan. When there's a fucking chemical threat, they've got to walk around in full gear with fucking fucking 50-pound packs on their backs. Minimum 50-pound packs. They got to fucking lug their fucking all their gear around. Full-blown fucking battle dress uniform, long sleeves, long pants, and with a fucking full-blown face gas mask. Not just some little fucking, you know, little thing you put over your face. No. These guys got to wear full-blown fucking gas masks. And gas masks in the military, they cover your whole fucking face. Your whole face. They cover the whole damn thing, dude. They form a seal around your whole face. So you think that little fucking mask you got to wear... Into the grocery store is fucking difficult. I can't breathe. Why don't you try putting on a fucking actual gas mask? Get the fuck out of here. This shit could have been over. Or we could have at least had a fucking serious fucking handle on it. We could have had a we could have had our fucking we could have had our fucking fingers around this fucking but we could have had that we could have had the reins on this virus, man. We all just would have fucking banded together, put some fucking masks on from the jump, recognized what was going on, fucking said, you know what? Let's fucking mask up. Let's be safe. Let's fucking put it out there. Let's start cranking out the production of masks. Start telling people, hey, man, start making masks. Start fucking wearing masks. Make that shit mandatory. If, if we would have jumped on this from the jump, with some serious, with with some seriousness, and with a fucking heavy hand, we could have squashed this. We could have fucking squashed this. We could have had this shit fucking squashed. Could have been done with. We could have got a grip on it this summer. Once we did figure out that, hey. It's a good thing we need to wear a mask. Once we figured out that wearing masks was a good thing, because they did, they claim to have not known, even though it's a respiratory virus. So obviously, the obvious thing to do is wear a fucking mask then. But whatever, for whatever reason, as we all know, they just told us not to wear masks because they didn't have any fucking masks for 
product. There was no production of mass, not on this fucking level, not on the level that it's at now. So therefore, they had to fucking lie to everybody and say, "Oh no, it does more harm than good to wear masks." This makes no fucking sense. And people are still hung up on that fucking stupid notion. Once we figured out that, hey, we should be wearing masks, that's just what should have fucking happened. Should have made it mandatory. Should have fucking made it mandatory. We could have got a handle on it this summer. The window is closing. Yeah, no shit. The window closed. The window closed after by the 4th. You couldn't get fucking people united. If you can't get people united by fucking now, then it's over. It's over. Just fucking... God damn. It's just... You, you just... You gotta fucking realize here, people. What the fuck we're in for. We're gonna be in for a tough fucking winter. It's gonna be tough. It's going to be harsh. There's going to be loss of life on a fucking scale that we have not seen in a hundred years. This is going to be the fucking Spanish flu 2.0. You guys think that it's bad now? You think it's bad now? Just get ready. Get ready because it's about to get a whole lot worse. It's going to fucking... We're going to see fucking tens of thousands of deaths a day. It's going to be fucking bad, man. You know? All because people won't wear a fucking mask. People won't put a fucking mask on. People refuse to put masks on. They refuse to fucking social distance. They think they're fucking too cool for school. And, and, and this is just... This is doom. Doom! Doom is what's gonna happen, people. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you besides you need to put a fucking mask on. Put a fucking mask on. Stop being a bunch of fucking pussies. Stop fucking getting all upset at Ellen DeGeneres and Kylie Jenner. Because there's more serious fucking things in the world right now to worry about. Than if Ellen DeGeneres is nice off camera and she has a toxic work environment. We don't know if she has a toxic work environment. You're hearing from former fucking employees. Former employees, we know how former employees love to talk shit about the places they used to work. We all do it. We all talk shit about the places that we used to work that we kind of just didn't like. Or if we found something better. We all fucking talk shit. We all talk shit about the places that we last worked. If there's an opportunity, and one thing y'all ought to know, if there's an opportunity for somebody to, for for a bandwagon to start up, then you bet your ass that people are gonna jump on that motherfucker. People are gonna jump on the bandwagon. If there's a bandwagon to be had, people jump on the bandwagon. That's just what people fucking do. We all know this. We all know this to be true. Anyway, that's about it for my podcast. Uh, talked about a couple of things here today. Um, let's see. 
any last minute advice, any, any, any advice, any, any, any personal of Jake's takes. Uh, anything personal? Uh, let's see here. Still going through the house buying process, trying to get out of our apartment. They're being a bunch of fucking twats. They, uh, they keep fucking trying to tell us to, uh, <clears throat> well, apparently for some odd fucking dumb reason, they say, th- they say they need to do a pre-inspection before their inspection of our apartment before we move out. So that way they can get a, an estimate of what kind of stuff they need to order up if they need to order any parts or if they need to order anything or do this or that. Okay, fine, whatever. That's fucking dumb as shit, but whatever, fine. Do your thing. So I tell them, I get a call this morning. I'm like, hey, yeah, we're going to come in today and we're going to do that. Uh, the fuck you say, bud? <laughs> we are not ready for anybody to fucking come into our house. Uh, and uh, we're not having anybody come into our house without us fucking being prepared for it because, number one, there's a fucking deadly virus going around uh so yeah you're not gonna just bring your ass all just fucking willy nilly all up in my fucking apartment that ain't fucking happening there buckaroo so I fucking argued with the maintenance guy he's like alright well you know just make sure you call the office and, and have it scheduled by the end of the week if you could do that yeah I could do that that's fine but it ain't gonna fucking happen today and it ain't gonna happen tomorrow so it's gonna happen on the day with my fucking work that works with my work schedule, and I'm gonna have a day off. So there's that, and so I go ahead a little bit later in the day. Old girl and I, we fucking we talk about it. We figure out a good time. So we're like, all right, well let's do it on Friday. Friday works with my work schedule. Let's do it Friday in the afternoon, and when we ain't gotta get up and be fucking worried about it. You guys go fucking, you guys are going to go to this location. I'm going to hang out here with a mask. I'm going to make these motherfuckers put on a mask when they walk in the fucking place. I'm going to put all these fucking precautions in because these motherfuckers walk in and out of people's fucking... Because think about it, people. Think about the maintenance people. What do they do? They walk in and out of your fucking... They walk in and out of fucking people's houses all day long. How many people have the virus? How many fucking of these fucking houses are they walking in and out of that are potentially fucking contaminated with coronavirus? How many people have they interacted with before who's had the coronavirus? Fuck that shit. And I'm gonna let you just fucking just waltz into my fucking house without me fucking putting out any fucking sort of fucking safety precautions or safety measures to make sure my fucking family stays safe because you motherfuckers walk in and out of people's houses. I see you. I see you walk in and out of people's fucking houses and you don't wear fucking masks. You don't do anything fucking to, to fucking to mitigate the spread of fucking of COVID. So if you think I'm just going to let you walk into my fucking house, you got another thing coming. That's basically what the fuck I told him. I ain't tell him all that. But I said, uh, well, my fucking, uh, my, my fiance and my child are, my, my, and my one-year-old are here. Uh, and there's a vi- deadly virus. Uh, in case you haven't looked around, there's a pandemic going on. Uh, and I'm not going to have just anybody just come into the house willy-nilly. This is not going to happen. 
so anyway. So I've been fighting with them. Lenders being fucking dumb as shit for the house. They're trying to charge us an appraisal fee, which is fine. Okay, yes, there's an appraisal fee. I'm not fucking arguing the fact that there's an appraisal fee for the house. But, uh, old girl's, uh, her parents are real talk, real, you know, real fucking real estate fucking investor types. Uh, like they've bought and they flipped a lot of houses, made a lot of money doing it. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've done the house buying process times more times than probably fucking they've did. They, they've, they've done it a lot. They probably bought and sold more fucking houses than most of us have had fucking relationships. Um, (laughs) for sure. Um, so you know, they know the process. They know how this goes. And we were on the phone with them today. We, you know, we were talking about what was going on. And they're like, and, and you know, and old, and old girl's mom was like, she's like, oh, what? She's like, they're making you prepay an appraisal fee. She's like, we've never fucking done anything like that. We've been doing this for fucking, well, they've been doing this for what, 30 years? Like, we've never fucking done anything like that. You're, you're a pre, making you prepay for an appraisal fee? Fuck that. So I'm trying to fucking get in contact with the lender. Been trying to get in contact with the lender. But they won't ever. But they fucking won't get back to me. I fucking left voicemails. Sent emails. Nobody will fucking get back to me. So I can fucking talk to them about this. And besides anyway. The appraisal fee is supposed to be fucking covered in our closing costs. And the closing costs is supposed to be covered by the seller. Closing costs and prepaid items are supposed to all be are all supposed to be covered by the seller. It's written into the contract. I've got fucking multiple copies of the contract. So that's just what we're fucking dealing with. Lots of stress. Lots of fucking bullshit. By a lot of by a lot of fucking stupid morons out there. So That's just what we're doing. That's what we're dealing with. Um, so that's Jake on a personal level. Talking to you on a personal level. <sighs> Here we are. We just pulled into the parking lot of work. Alrighty, folks. Well, I'm going to get going here. I'm going to take a minute, post this up. Hopefully, you guys, uh, if you guys like it, go over to our Instagram page. Give us a good, give us a follow. If you got anything you want us to talk about, any fucking, you want any life advice, anything like that, kind of the thing that Bill Burr does over on his podcast where people write in with, with questions about shit like that. If you'd like to do, I'd like to maybe kind of set something like that up on the show. If you'd like to do something like that, hit me up on the DMs and Instagram. You can find us at the underscore Campbell Car Show. Uh, until then, uh, until I see you guys, until I talk to you guys, see you guys, I can't see shit, um, until I talk to you guys next time, uh, stay safe, wear a mask, uh, put on some gangster rap and handle your business like fucking boss ass bitches, uh, that's about all I got guys, uh, we'll talk to you later.